0: Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: The Fantasy Football Playoffs are here. Every decision is crucial. Every point precious. Our team of experts have the advice and information
0: you need to win a championship on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.
1: I'll take Ray Rice. Okay, still may take Lashawn McCoy because you got to think there's going to be a new coach and they're just going to say, "You know what? I got a radical idea, fellas. How about we give the ball to our best player more than 15 times a game?" What
0: have you done with those plans?
1: 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682, Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison from NFL Fantasy Live here at NFL Network, NFL.com, Michael Fabiano will be joining us this hour, have our game show coming up in about 40 minutes or so, Matching Mike, help you get your team set for this weekend, all fantasy aspects we'll cover as you are set for Championship Week. But Elliot, we promised this a few minutes ago, get to your calls in a second, but it's tough to pick up a guy free agent wise and put him in your lineup at this point. Because as you've said, I think forty seven times on the show since Sunday, look, if y'all are in this point in your season, your line is pretty darn good. That's right. It's pretty good, Elliot Harrison, isn't it? Uh, your line is pretty no, darn good. Not at
2: all. But line, ahead, yeah. so, so
1: it's tough to pick up a free agent yep. and put him in your lineup. So let me throw some free agent potential free agents out there and tell me if you can play them this week. Okay. All right. Let's start with Dennis Pitta. Can you pick him up? Can you plan? We recommended the Panthers. We like the Panthers and the Dolphins. We were looking for a defense a few minutes ago. We talked about Panthers, Dolphins. Dennis Pitta, you were on Pitta Island earlier this season. Then everybody was off Pitta Island. Now, after last week, you back on. Can you pick up Dennis Pitta and say you're my tight end this week? I want to give you my answer after I hear yours. Of course I can pick up Dennis Pitta.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, if Why? I
1: don't own, Well, if I don't own Jimmy Graham okay. or Aaron Hernandez... Okay, and Heath Miller. Okay, then of course I can pick up Dennis Pitta and start him because everybody else is a crapshoot. I'm, I'm I'm sitting there likely with a tight end that I'm saying, boy, if I get if I get to get four points now, I'm feeling happy because guys go from phenomenal weeks to absolutely nothing. Look at Brandon Myers; the guy went from you thought he was going to be Carson Palmer's security blanket the rest of the season, and now two weeks in a row where he's had less than two points.
2: I'll, I'll say this. Yes, Jason. on Dennis Pitta. Okay, I'll say this that the Baltimore Ravens are play better at home. Joe Flacco generally has played very well at home. I like Pitta on that front. But the Giants have not given up a ton of fantasy points to tight end. And Pitta is that classic guy that can give you a lot or give you a complete goose egg. So if it's me, I'm looking for a safe play. Now, if you don't have that and Dennis Pitta sitting on the waiver wire, then absolutely go grab Dennis Pitta. And play him because of the potential, the ceiling. Kind of like what I talked about with James Jones with our caller. You have the potential for a really great game. But if you have a guy who's been consistently, like, for example, Jermaine Gresham gave me 6.3 last week. Mm. Is 6.3 a great game? No, but I'd rather have 6.3 from Jermaine Gresham than taking the chance on Dennis Pitta.
1: All right, that takes care of tight ends, takes care of defenses. Danny Amendola. Oh Can boy! You pick him up. He's playing Tampa Bay. Yeah. Who is the worst defense against yep. the pass in the league? Yep. Sam Bradford's coming off a 377-yard yep. day. Pick him up. Danny Amendola. Pick him up. Tampa Bay's secondary's been terrible. How high do you play him? Wide receiver two? Is he a flex? What is it? I,
2: you know what? I'm going to say a flex only because if you've made it this far, your lineup has to be really strong. I can't imagine that you don't have someone of equal ilk at your first and second receiver slots is Amendola. I mean, I, I play in a league with all guys that do this for a living, and my wide receivers are, are good enough. So I imagine most of you guys out there have lineups that are good enough. I think Amendola is a heck of a flex option, though, against the Bucks, He could give you 15 points.
1: And I'll, I'll channel Fabiano because he would go crazy if someone didn't say this. In PPR leagues, you have to pick up yeah. Amendola and start him. Okay. And quarter point PPR. <laughs> uh... All right, another wide receiver. T.Y. Hilton has a great matchup on paper, but you and I both said we can see the Colts laying an egg here in Kansas City.
2: But T.Y. Hilton has been pretty good lately. Yeah, I play T.Y. I play T.Y. I I like what I've seen from him. I watched a lot of that Colts-Texans game. Texans pass rush got to Andrew Luck a lot. Look, I said the Chiefs' defense was a sleeper play because of uh, Luck's propensity to turn the football over. The major unreported fact this year and all the Luck kittens and rainbow love that we've given the guy – but saying that a, a fantasy defense, Jason, is a sleeper is different than saying I'd sit this guy on the Colts. Yeah. You could have a great fantasy day from a defense, but the opposing offense could have a player that goes off. I wouldn't sit T.Y. Hilton. I'd play him in my flex.
1: All right, getting some running backs and receivers, uh, running backs and quarterbacks in the second. 8-8. XM Fantasy, 8-8. XM Fantasy is the fantasy cantina. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison from NFL Network and NFL.com. Wait, you're raising your hand. It's yes, only
2: you and I in the studio. I know. Why I wanna, you raise your hand? Because I want to bring up something really important. I want to I want to loop in uh, a couple callers on this. Okay. Uh I, I wouldn't mind asking Rob to to say Wait, did you meet a couple this? of girls last night? And no. You said
1: you uh, Hey, you know what? I have a radio show and I'll say hi to you on it tomorrow. I I did the 210
2: XM87. No, no. Uh, Larissa, it was really good meeting <laughs> you uh, the other Larissa. night. Larissa Okay. Uh, Were you playing Stratego when you met her? Thank you for coming and sitting next to me the other day. Okay, that all right, nice. wait, wait.
1: For, for oh. a woman, what's more impressive? If you met her, you know, just met her, you're interested in her, and you found out either A, she's a Stratego fanatic, or B, is a football fanatic and knows a lot about the game. What's more attractive to you?
2: Looking for a girlfriend as you close in on the age of forty without one. Stratego fanatic. Stratego, hands down. Yeah, because when a girl likes football, Uh, oh boy. I I just listeners. uh I I I know you guys have an opinion on that. We're in a weird place here now. (laughs) I just took us to a weird place. (laughs) I don't know, man. Look, I love it when a girl loves football. I think it's. I do. I think it's awesome. However. You don't have to hit me over <laughs> so you, the head So you with don't it.
1: really like it then if you say, look, I love what a no, girl is but,
2: from <laughs> But when people find out that you work for the league or whatever, guy or girl, guy yeah. or girl, they got to hit you over the head with how much they know. And it's like, dude, I'm, you know, you may know more than I do. I'm, I'm fine with it. But is there anything more annoying than when someone has to display how much knowledge they have of a topic to you? Mm. And you're like, I get it. We're Stratego. What are the chances... I'm going to meet a gal that actually realizes that protecting your spy is so integral, <laughs> integral see, to winning at Stratego. And I
1: also see you as someone. If she knows more about Stratego than you do, oh, I think that's that hot. would be awesome. But if
2: she knew more about football, that would be a problem for I'd, you. I'd be concerned. That in, would be a problem unless for you. she could do some work on a 2008 Jeep Liberty. But. <laughs> but <laughs> But let me let me just say this: <laughs> Your brake rotors need to be turned, Elliot. And how'd you not taking care of this? No, I think it's attractive when a, I really like it when a girl is a fan of a team. You okay. know, uh, when a girl like really loves her team, she knows their players inside and out. You know, she knows their, who their slot receiver is. I think that's attractive. Do I need them to break down their defense? No. But when, when a girl follows her team and watches her team every week, and she knows the good players, and she has her favorites, and I, I think that's cool. Because then, then you can have an intelligent conversation. I just don't like it when someone feels like, okay, I've got to show you that I know this, and I've got to beat you over the head with it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right, I got you. Now, I want to say this. AMC's been running A Christmas Carol, George C. Scott version. It's Christmas time. Now, yes. last year we talked about this. Fabs and I went into a whole detailed conversation. We took some calls on it. What the best Christmas movie of all time is. I have an opinion. I'd like to ask one of our callers. Do we have any calls in queue?
1: Yeah, you will ask our fa- yeah. so favorite Christmas movie in best, addition to fantasy what advice. What is the
2: best Christmas movie of all time? I have my opinions, but I want to hear what some of our peeps say.
1: All right, 888 And yes, you are allowed to say Die Hard is your favorite Christmas movie of all time. Because A, it is a Christmas movie. And B, Fabs is not here right now to say it's not a Christmas movie. That's right, it's a Christmas movie. Any movie that takes place... At Christmas
2: time, using Christmas as a a
1: backdrop. Yeah. 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 The only thing wrong with Die Hard as a Christmas movie is this. Remember when um, Al Powell goes in? To, they call him to investigate shots yeah. fired in at Tommy Plaza, yeah. and the one guy is, is uh, watching the football game. He guy goes, that looks uh, like Huey Lewis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huey yeah. Lewis is watching the football game, and he says, that's the power of love. And he says, yeah, go ahead and look. He's watching He's- USC and Notre Dame. Yeah. There's no way USC and Notre Dame are playing each other on Christmas Eve. I agree. It, not even in a bowl game they're playing each other on Christmas because they're not playing the Sun Bowl. I mean, it, so there's no way that happens. So that was my one big flaw with Die Hard. They're not playing the, not playing the Del Taco
2: Value Meal Bowl. No, I, they're not. I, I completely agree. Although,
1: that, that sounds like a real bowl. It does. The Del Taco <laughs> Value Meal Bowl. All right. Brandon Michigan, you're on uh, Series 210XM87. What's your question?
3: Hey, how you doing, gentlemen? Pretty Let's good, go Brad. On, what do you got? Good. First question. All right. So, I have Stafford and Kaepernick. However, Tony Romo's on the waiver wire, and I was thinking of wow. him this week. Well, I'm the idiot that dropped them for Kaepernick, and then I still played Stafford. Oh, so, I, I don't know. That I, I
1: don't know that I play Kaepernick this week. This is a very I Kaepernick and Wilson. They're playing against each other. The games in Seattle. You have, of course, the Niners are going to be hopping mad after last week. Their defense is much better than they showed. I don't see this as being games with a lot of fantasy points, so I'm going to eliminate Kaepernick from
2: the conversation. So really, I think it's down to Stafford or Romo. As easy as you please, easy as you please, give me Tony Romo. Come on, really? at home against the Saints. Have you looked at Tony Romo the last several weeks? I played Josh Freeman
1: against the Saints last
2: week, and you know what? I got five points and knocked out of one of my leagues. Tony Romo has been playing lights out, man. Lights out over the last four or five weeks. The guy's been one of the top players in fantasy. He was outstanding versus Pittsburgh. We've seen that Des Bryant can play with that finger. The Saints defense, look, we have a catalog of bad games by them. I'm not going to take one game against the Bucks where the Bucs mailed it in and Josh Freeman played awful. Yeah, that was Josh Freeman. That wasn't Tony Romo. Saints pass rush is not good. Uh, That's the way that you beat the Cowboys is with a good pass rush because their line is bad. So uh, this is not a good matchup uh, for the Saints. And By the way, they've got no one that can cover Jason Witten. Uh, give me Tony Romo all day. However, I still want to hear his favorite Christmas movie. All
1: right, Brad, what, what's your
2: favorite Christmas movie? Well, I got,
3: can I ask you my wide receiver question real quick? Oh, sure. Go ahead. You all bet. Right. Got to so get I that need, in first. I need, I need two of these. <laughs> I need uh, Amendola, Lloyd, Garcon, Colston, or T.Y. Hilton. Right? In a PPR.
2: Amendola, Lloyd, Garcon, Hilton, and I missed the other one.
3: Colston or Hilton?
2: Uh, Colston. Okay. Wow. Boy, Colson's disappeared. He has. Uh, I like Amendola. You know what? I I really like Garcon. Uh, If RG3 is playing... That would be the guy to play against the Eagles. Talk about teams that yeah. have mailed it in.
1: And look, no matter who's throwing the football, they're trying to get the ball to Pierre Garçon a ton. I mean, they were they were trying to force-feed him in the red zone. He had a couple of plays last week where he was open, and he drew a couple of pass interference plays. that could have been big plays for him. I know Leonard Hankerson, one of your favorite players to mention, uh, you know, got the couple of touchdowns, but they really tried to force him to Pierre Garçon.
2: If it's my team, I'm playing Amendola and Garçon. That, that would be my answer. Yeah,
1: uh, over Hilton? Yep, I don't, it'd be tough, boy. It'd be tough to play. Yeah, I mean, it would be for me for Amendola Hilton. I would probably lean towards Amendola just because he has such a great matchup. Now that T.Y. Hilton doesn't, but Amandola's matchup is even better. I'm still waiting for a Christmas movie.
2: Both. I'm, I'm All right. Well, you, always, you, know,
3: a... you know what? You know what's kind of ironic is you're talking to a Jewish guy, so I didn't watch. Oh. Many, didn't watch too many Christmas movies growing up.
2: That's amazing!
1: Wow. <laughs> a... All right, then there you go. So you, you were bent on getting people to answer, and the first guy no, hasn't seen it. So
2: that means the answer is Die Hard.
3: Oh, the answer actually, is that's Die, Die Hard 2, because they were at the airport in Die 2 during Christmas also. Oh, that's, that's, you know,
2: that's, they never showed
1: Die 2, and they showed it the other night. They did. And Pam and I watched it for like an hour and a half.
2: It's still, it, it's it's. I agree with him, I, it's an entertaining movie. I feel like it's hokier than the first one, though. Uh, it is a little bit. Holy, I made you run away! A little bit hokier. And there's no line that says, now I have a machine gun. Ho, yeah, ho. Oh. Yeah,
1: and I like how in Die Hard too, the airport had their own FBI and their yeah. own police force. Yeah. really, airports have that? I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, Dennis Franz is in charge of the uh, the. oh like they have their own uh, police force. That's awesome. But it was great to see John Amos because I like John Amos, and he was he was very good in Die Hard too. Now that's the other thing. Let me throw this real, real quick. Two, we've
2: seen so Die many Hard movies. Two, Hokey. <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> the fantasy, fantasy computer, computer weighing in, in on that came in there. Wow, wow. Bryce, it's been silent most that? of the show. Did, did you drop that? I did not. Wow, fantasy computer just—it's artificial nowhere.
1: intelligence. Wow. That's wow. incredible, amazing. Speaking of Christmas movies, yeah, real fast, we've seen so many movies using Christmas as a backdrop. Mm-hmm. I can't remember any that have used Hanukkah as a backdrop, like a Crazy Nights. Nights with Adam Sandler. I knew you were going to say that. but Wasn't that like an animated? Yeah, but I'd still consider it a Hanukkah movie. Yeah, but I mean, can't you tell a movie over the course of eight days? And it's, yeah. oh, it's over the course of Hanukkah? Yeah.
2: No movie ever uses President's Day as a backdrop. Hanukkah no. isn't
1: as flashy as Christmas. <laughs> or Labor Day. No, Labor Day. There's been those, oh, those feeling coming of age movies that take place over Labor Day, the end of summer, the beginning of fall. There's been that. There's been no uh, Arbor Day. I want, to ask,
2: I want to ask our producer, Rob Tuze. He's been feeling a little under the weather. I told him to drink water and pee a lot. He ignored my advice. So maybe he will at least reward uh, my ridiculous question by, by nominating a movie.
1: Sorry, I just got back from the bathroom because I was drinking a lot of water <laughs> and taking your advice. So, and, uh, what was the question? <laughs> oh, yeah, favorite holiday movie. You know, I'm going to go really corny and classic on you here, but Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh, you will not find a better one than that, sir. Okay. All right. Here, wow. at, you know what? Emmett Otter's doubt was awesome. Is we that have a to, deep sleeper? That's a deep sleep. We have to come back with the Riverbottom Gang Song. Okay? When we come back from break now, we have to come back with the River Bottom <laughs> Gang Song. The Riverbottom Gang Song is awesome. And they win at the end. You think, oh, these are the bad guys. They're not going to win. The snake is playing the banjo. And they win. And they win the competition. You're like, wow, okay. It's kind of weird. So we got to hear that. We got to hear the River Bottom Gang song, which I don't remember what it was. All that's going through my head is Yub Nub, but that, of course, is a song from
2: *Return of the Jedi*. <laughs> yeah, it's not not quite the same. I'm, I'm I'm ready for another call. All right, let's sneak it's in harder. Chris
1: in Florida, who's got a quarterback question. Chris, first of all, favorite holiday movie of all time? Oh, Chris, Chris, let's go to Bob in Florida. It's all Florida radio. Bob, how's it going, my friend?
3: Hey, it's going fantastic. How about you guys?
1: Good. Bob, Great. first, what's your favorite, Chris? What's your favorite holiday
2: movie? Uh, Bad Santa. Bad Santa? Bad I just Santa. saw that for the first time. Bad Santa's pretty funny. That is that was that made me laugh multiple times. It did.
1: Bad's, I was surprised how I funny was it was. I said, This is gonna be awful, and it was really funny.
2: I always tell I tell my best friend, man, he he looks just like Billy Bob Thornton and Sam Elliott combined. <laughs> and all I could think about was him in a Santa outfit the whole time. But I tell you what, that was that was really good. Alright, what's your question, man? Hey,
3: I'm I got a team I really like. I'm got Brady for quarterback and I picked mm-hmm. up uh, well, I've uh, been playing Morris and Charles and Johnson as my running backs. Okay. And, and Vincent Jackson as my uh, receivers. But I've just recently picked up Marino, Ballard, Schwartz, and I'm wondering if I should try to work them in some way.
2: Okay. I don't like Ballard. I, I I do like Shorts and Marino. Tell me again who you're starting at running back, receivers, and flex. And I'm going to see if I could squeeze. He, he was starting. It was Morris, Jamal Charles, and Chris. Jamal Charles and
3: back. Chris Johnson.
2: Got it. Yeah. Cut out there for a second. Okay.
3: Then I've got uh, Marshall and Vincent Jackson for my uh, wide receivers.
2: Hmm. Boy, that is. It, it's tough for me to recommend. Tough for me recommend sitting any of those guys. I I I do like Marino though. Uh, this week Jason would you replace Any I would, of those guys I would,
1: I would replace In theory I would place Marino I, I, You gotta play Chris Johnson After what happened Yes, this past yes. Week. You have to play him. You gotta play Alfred Morris he yep. has proven that He's he not hit the rookie wall
2: Against the Eagles I
1: would go Marino Over Charles And okay. I'm gonna borrow A page from your philosophy Of mm-hmm. Marino's the safer play and he's, he's someone that's going to get you those fantasy points where Jamal Charles could give you a big day. He could also give you three fantasy points.
2: You know, the other one I would consider, I would consider playing shorts over Vincent Jackson. Uh, the Bucks were terrible on offense against the Saints. They are at home. The Rams, they do have a good secondary. That was Adrian Peterson that tore them up, not Christian Ponder. I honestly think as good as Shorts has been, I would sit Vincent Jackson. I would make a risky play here. I know that's risky. Wow! Uh, look at you taking a risk. But but if that's too risky for you, I totally get it. I would take Jason's advice and I would plug in Marino for Jamal Charles.
1: All right, 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682. It is the Fantasy Cantina. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison from NFL Network and NFL.com. Coming up next, we'll continue to help you set your lineups for championship week. We'll also continue to talk about teams who are mailing it in. Can you trust their skill position players? And are there actually some running backs and quarterbacks you can pluck off the waiver wire and play them this huge week if you have to? It's Series 210, XM87.
3: Look at the birds up in the trees. The
1: Riverbottom Nightmare Band, a little bit of deep purple and a little bit of corn slash Limp biscuit, 30 years before that band became popular. You don't
2: know me, but I'm Jake Locker. (laughs) We
1: were just talking about favorite Christmas TV show, famous Christmas movies, everything, and someone said Emmett Otter's Jug Band, and yeah, the Riverbottom Gang beat Mon Emmett in a big singing contest. They are the the, uh, rock and roll band from the... Town of River Bottom, which is like on the other side of the tracks, you know, bad part of town. And they come in; they got a snake playing the banjo, and they win the big competition at the end. I, 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 listen, You're not but, an emmett. You have to watch Emmett Otters. I, emmett Otter's I, I do, Junk but Bay Michael Christmas. McDonald
2: didn't join us at all in the cantina. And yeah, you he, promised he, that he, fake Michael McDonald <laughs> was going to show I, I, up. I know, and uh, you know, he just. A matter of fact, what? Wait, what's that? I can't forget. Don't play Josh Freeman no more. <laughs> we're good. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I don't and know we get that kind on. of fantasy advice? I, I, That's pretty I, it good. Is, it is amazing. Wow. It's amazing. And I asked I asked him. I said, listen, you know, you've made a lot of risky plays this year. Your fantasy team, you know, is doing really well, but you continue to put Donnie Avery in your flex spot. How do you do that and keep winning? And you know what he said? I'm on my own. <laughs> and I, I, I
1: don't know. I don't I don't get it. I don't I I don't get it. Well, because the thing is I thought you were gonna say that you asked him who his big start of the week last week was gonna be and he was gonna say, Sean sweet
2: Freeman, shine a lot on touchdowns. I thought that's, <laughs> that's what he was gonna terrible. do. No. That was that wasn't fake, that was Jason. Mimicking fake.
1: (laughs) What song was uh, uh, Shine Sweet Freedom from? What movie? Oh, uh, Running Scared. Very good. Oh, mother, he didn't know what Deuteronomy was. Very nice. Elliot Harrison. All right, it is NFL Fantasy Live. Here on Series 210XM87. In, in the midst of all of this, look, we're, we're left over from the camp Heavenly
2: Father! Okay, <laughs> hey, Michael, your <laughs> this segment's is, over, but You're this, done.
1: And you it didn't show up for yeah. it. It yeah. was okay. Yeah. In the midst of all the silliness, all the fantasy advice you need for championship week and beyond, we're talking a couple of free agents you can potentially pick up and play this week, Elliot. It's really hard. You have a really good team if you're playing this week. And the situation is, okay, if I have a hole in my lineup, say you you were playing Ryan Matthews just for some crazy reason, you were Mm -hmm. playing Torrey Smith, you got a hole in your lineup, can you pick up any of these guys and start them? We talked about the tight ends, we talked about some defenses, we talked about some wide receivers, guys we like that could be available that you could pick up and play this week, Amendola, T.Y. Hilton, Dennis Pitta, the Panthers, and Dolphins defenses. Now, let's get to the running backs. Mm -hmm. Can you pick up and start this week? He's available in... Over 70% of NFL.com leagues. Wow. Can you pick up and start Jonathan Dwyer this week?
2: Oh, cookies and cream. i tell you what. I mean, I'm I'm actually shocked that he's that available, Jason. Against that Bengals front seven, that's been pretty good. They held DeMarco Murray in check. DeMarco Murray did get a touchdown on them, but sometimes that skews. That's why I always recommend going into the box score, into the game center on NFL.com. Uh, but if you've got a hole in your lineup, why not? Why not? Jonathan Dwyer, I need to look it up, but I believe in the meeting. He for the Steelers. Played, no, when they played Sunday night in Cincinnati uh, you know, about two months ago, I believe Dwyer had 17 carries for 122 yards. I'm going off memory here. Let me look that back up. Back-to-back 100-yard games. It was uh, 17 carries, 122 yards. That's 7.2 yards per carry. Uh, that was a nice game. And the Bengals' strength of their front seven is actually the pass rush. They lead the NFL in sacks. Absolutely, pick up Dwyer. I, I am shocked that he's that available, though. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm starting him in uh, my league. I'm playing for the championship with. Look, the running game is his. Uh, you know, Richard Mendenhall has been inactive. I know they're talking contract with him, but there's no way he comes back and suddenly, okay, Richard, you're our running back. It, it, it's just not going to happen. Isaac Redman is a third down guy. Uh, the last couple of weeks, they haven't had a lot of chances to run the football, and when they did, Dwyer got the goal line, carry got in the end zone against the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah, I, I like uh, Dwyer. You can play him this week if you have. To. And
2: and Mike Tomlin did say this week that Dwyer will remain the starter. Yep, that's, that's what that's you want to hear. A big, it's
1: big news. You know that he's going to be the starter again. All right, we mentioned his name a little bit ago, Vic Ballard coming off a 100-yard game in a game where he didn't think he was going to run for 100 yards against the Houston Texans. The running game is his. Donald Brown is on IR. Can you start Vic Ballard?
2: Oh, boy. Uh, Cookies. Cookies. Yes. Okay, the answer is yes. But again, if you're playing in the Super Bowl right now, your lineup has got to be stellar. And we, there's something we talk about on Fantasy Live all the time. Unless you are just extremely lucky, okay, don't get cute. Don't get cute. Roll with your studs. This is not the time to be playing Vic Ballard if you have decent running backs. Don't be looking at matchups right now with really good players in Fantasy. This is not the time. I know I know. we recommend looking at matchups for, for certain, obviously, defense. We talk about it a lot, Jason. But at this point in your season... Do you really want to put it in the hands of Vic Ballard? You asked me if you could start Jonathan Dwyer. I said, yeah, you can. Okay. I've seen more from Dwyer in limited action than I've seen in Vic from Vic Ballard in a lot of action. Now, part of that was because of Donald Brown was in the mix. Now he's hurt. They're playing at the Chiefs. Can you put them in your lineup if you need someone? Yeah. You need a flex spot. You're hurting. You. I think you brought up Torrey Smith as an example. I forget who the other example you mentioned. If you have these guys... And, and you need to plug someone in, sure, you can plug and play. I'm just recommending to all of you out there, don't go in and pull out Darren McFadden and say, I'm going to play Vic Ballard instead. Because if Darren McFadden goes out and has 160 yards rushing against the Panthers, which I'm not saying he's going to do, but if he does, you will be so sick to your stomach because you're like, why did I rest? Don't pull out Jamal Charles and play Vic Ballard instead. You'll feel a lot better and you'll sleep a lot better at night if Vic Ballard has 100 yards and you don't play him than if Jamal Charles has 150 and you don't play him.
1: Yeah, it's something you and Adam Rank talk about, shirking fantasy responsibility, yeah. making, being able to blame somebody else instead of yourself – For losing in fantasy. And if you if you do something like this, okay, well, I'm going to play. I know what I'm going to do because I'm smart. I'm going to play Vic Ballard over Stephen Ridley. Oh, and then it doesn't. Then it's your fault if you lose. But if you you play your your pedigree guys and somebody else, an unknown comes through for you. Well, really, were you going to do that? I mean, my, one of the leagues I do uh, that, that I'm a championship with, I was talking with one of my best friends about it, and he we were talking about going through, and, and he and I both had the same quarterbacks in our league, we, in, in our separate leagues. It's great. Like, we both drafted Peyton Manning, and we both went up with Russell Wilson as our backups. So going into last week, we both played Peyton Manning, didn't play Russell Wilson. He and I are talking on the phone on Sunday. He goes, I can't believe this. Russell, look at this day. He's in the middle of, you know, Wilson has his third rushing touchdown. Look at the points he's putting up and all this stuff. And I said, yeah, but were you really going to play Russell Wilson over Peyton Manning? I mean, were you really going to do that? Of course you weren't. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, you got to you, you got to play what what's the
2: what the smart play is, and Peyton Manning is a better fantasy quarterback than Russell Wilson. It, last thing I'll, I'll say on this: Look, if you've been rolling uh, with someone in your flex who who's someone like a Brian Hartline who's giving you a couple of good starts here and there, and you're thinking about putting Vic Ballard in instead, I'm fine with that. I have played Stephen Ridley my entire season at the flex spot. Okay. I'm not benching Stephen Ridley for Vic Ballard. I don't care if Stephen Ridley had a bad game against the Niners. That's what I'm talking about when I say don't get cute. 888-XM-Fantasy,
1: 888-XM-Fantasy will continue to answer your questions for the next half hour here on the show. It's NFL Fantasy Live, Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison from NFL Network and NFL.com. Got some more mail-it-in teams, and we'll find out if you can trust their players for this coming week. And also, what about some Week 15 disappointments that maybe you might have to turn away for Week 16. These are guys like Freeman, Eli, Akeem Nix, and R.O. Alexander. Can you trust these guys in Week 16? That's coming up next. It's Series 210 XM 87 right now. Time for the Fantasy Fix. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison... NFL Fantasy Live, Series 210, XM87. This is Motley Crue. Title track from Shot at the Devil, you know. I feel like one of those rock DJs, you yeah. know, Elliot. I remember the first time I saw Motley Crue. This is before they hit it big. I saw him in a tiny, small club, Club and A in New York City. It's a fit about fifty people, and they came out and they just blew the doors off of people. And there were A and R guys there, and I knew they were going to be the next big thing. Vince Neil had a powerful voice. Mick Mars, was very good on guitar. I just, I just remember seeing that. So we're going to play this song for you here to get a taste of what they were like back
2: then well actually uh bryce our producer just said uh we have another guest that wanted to comment on that but, oh we uh, do yeah well, hang on uh uh smith i'll tell you the first time i uh i saw my eyes uh meet with uh vince neal that little fat guy running around <laughs> uh, it was the first time i caught motley crew was at uh cowboy stadium uh, we did a special for our fans, uh, uh, Motley Crue tickets. If you were a season ticket holder, uh, you only had to pay five hundred and fifty-five dollars uh, to go see Motley Crue. That's that's a bargain. It was a real nice treat. Uh, I got to see some of their hits. I, I personally, uh, I, I had to have Jerry Jr. wipe my glasses so I could listen to and headbang to "Too Young to Fall in Love." Uh, that's one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now uh, that got me shimmying in my boots and. Uh, it was tough. I missed the first part of the concert. Uh, I got to do another tussle with Ratliff, uh, knocked over his Jenga tower. He was pretty ticked <laughs> off in the locker room. So we had we had a little war of words, uh, and I told him this football team needed him, and uh, he, uh, he told me he needed the 30 minutes he just lost building that Jenga tower. I felt pretty uh, 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 bad. Uh, i tell you right now, though, we're 8-6, and six, and I uh, see a lot of fantasy implications uh, this week against the Saints. I'd recommend to all your listeners, Smith, uh, not that I want to dominate your uh, serious uh, 210 airwaves here, Mm -hmm. but uh, Cowboys tickets are available, and uh, I would uh, put uh, uh, Kevin Ogletree in your Flex 2. I think he's. uh, Flex 2? If you play in a quarter or eighth point PPR, he might get you one point. Uh. I like uh, I like what he brings to the table. I like how he doesn't show, and Dez has to play with a finger inverted six different ways, uh, you know. And uh, I tell you, if you're looking for a deep sleeper, and by deep I mean at the bottom of the abyss, you might uh, start Cole Beasley from uh, SMU running out of the slot. Uh, he has got nice golden locks, that kid, and uh, we we're high on him.
1: Uh, I actually thought it was Golden Richards actually for a little bit that was playing.
2: Yeah, he uh, he looks a lot like Doug Donnelly, for some of you that go way back, uh, back before, well, back before the great days before I owned the team. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm going to let you get back to your show. I just wanted to call in here and uh, hey, good morning to you.
1: Well, thank you, thank Jerry Jones stopping by the show. That's very nice. I appreciate that.
2: I, I like it. it when, you know, Jerry comes they just on. Come in,
1: they talk for it and then they leave.
2: Yeah, you. Yeah. We, I mean, we had Scott Stapp on today. Oh, we, with, did. we Michael, Michael McDonald on. Michael McDonald. Sure. I mean, it's been a good day. And, you know, Fabs has not been able to join us. We thought we were going to have him. So we've been going through all these these guys without him. But one thing Michael loves to do is he loves to give us that either-or proposition, especially for people who are stuck, as you mentioned, injuries in your lineup or you're forced to play somebody. You know, in the deeper leagues, I think are really interesting because, I, I mean, I get Twitter questions all the time. People that are playing in two quarterback leagues or 14-team leagues, and they have these crazy scenarios. Do you play, for example, Carson Palmer versus Carolina, or do you play Ryan Fitzpatrick versus Miami? I would play
1: Fitzpatrick against Miami just because I could deal with the three interceptions, but he could get me three touchdowns. Palmer, I, the the— Raiders' offense is not trending upwards. The Raiders' offense is trending downwards, and McFadden is playing better. So you're going to play McFadden, but I, they just have trouble getting in the end zone. Uh, you know, and I, I have a tough time. It's not Carson Palmer of six weeks ago, where my God, he's throwing for 400 yards a week. The Raiders are close to mailing it in. You know, they only they only won last week because they played a team mailing it in more than they did. Okay. In the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going there.
2: Fitzpatrick or Sam Bradford at Tampa Bay.
1: Ooh, Sam Bradford coming off 377 against the worst pass defense in the NFL. I'm going to go Sam Bradford.
2: All right. Sam Bradford versus Tampa Bay or Andy Dalton at Pittsburgh?
1: Sam Bradford again at Tampa Bay over Dalton. Look, Dalton's been good, but he's not. He's had a great matchup last week, and he really came up short. I don't know how many points there are going to be out there in this game. I, I see this as a 17-10, 14-10, 14-13 type game, so I, I don't see there being a lot out there for Andy Dalton to have, so I'm still going to go Sam Bradford.
2: Sam Bradford at Tampa Bay or Jake Locker versus Green Bay? Oh,
1: I don't want to play Jake Locker. I can't play Jake Locker up against that real tough D. No, I can't play that. I can't play him on the road in Green Bay. I can't do
2: that. Well, you sound like burl eyes. Uh, <laughs> Sam, silver and gold. Sam Bradford again versus Tampa Bay, and we've we've got Sam Bradford over Carson Palmer. We've got Sam Bradford over Ryan Fitzpatrick. We've got Sam Bradford over Andy Dalton right now. We have uh, Sam Bradford over Jake Locker. Sam Bradford or Philip Rivers at the Jets?
1: Oh, there's no way I'm playing Philip Rivers. Yeah, there's no way I'm playing. They couldn't do anything at home against Carolina. They were down fourteen nothing before they turned around. Rivers is fumbling the football. I cannot. know. I thought Rivers was going to be a good start last week. Forget it. I'm not recommending them this week.
2: Okay. Sam Bradford or Christian Ponder versus what has been uh, a relatively weak Texans pass defense over the last month.
1: Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still going to go. I'm still going to go Bradford, just because Ponder is. Look, first of all, I, I highly doubt anybody's playing Christian Ponder in the championship yep. week. But he's not been the same quarterback since Percy Harvin went out. I he's did, I, having a tougher time throwing the football and putting points on the board. I,
2: I know there are a lot of people though are in deeper leagues that are having to play their championship with a the quarterback they don't want. That's why I wanted to go through through all these guys. Last one I wanted to ask you here, Sam Bradford. Okay. Sam Bradford's going to turn out my number 1 play this week <laughs> with all these things. So I got
1: Sam Bradford right as my number 6 quarterback. Hey, look at that everybody. I think
2: this one's a good one. Sam yeah. Bradford or Nick Foles versus Washington. Oh, I'm not playing Nick Foles. Not playing Nick Foles. There's no
1: way I am playing Nick Foles. No. A lot. Is anybody really playing Nick Foles? I'm in the championship game and I'm playing Nick Foles. I don't know what to do. I think Nick Foles is
2: <laughs> Nick Foles I think is going to have a sneaky good game. Sam Bradford, Josh Freeman. That's a tough. I'll one go too. Josh
1: Freeman. I think Josh
2: Freeman bounces back
1: this week. I will go with Josh Freeman.
2: All right, I'm let gonna me, I'm gonna get you off the spare quarterback discussion. I just wanted to see what your thoughts.
1: Let are. me throw this one at you real fast before we head to the phones. Eight eight XM Fantasy. Colin Kaepernick, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, yep, or neither,
2: or neither. Uh, Major, I mean, obviously, the, obviously, this depends on your options, um, you know. But if it's between Colin Kaepernick or Russell Wilson. Right now, I'd rather have Colin Kaepernick uh, because I'm not sure that Russell Wilson's going to be able to run all over the field against the Niners. I do like Russell Wilson at home. I've seen enough from Kaepernick to think that he's a decent play. Are there other team, other guys? I think Eli Manning's going to be a lot better this week. I think he's going to bounce back. I think most people would be playing Colin Kaepernick over Eli Manning. I would not. I would play Eli over Colin Kaepernick, even given the bad start he had. Jay Cutler, I don't trust. I'm just looking at all, these, all the – you know – Look, we know Drew Brees. We know Tom Brady. We don't need to discuss those guys. We know Aaron Rodgers. We're talking about second-tier quarterbacks. And to me, I like Eli Manning to bounce back more than I like. Uh, so I guess my answer is neither. Uh, All right. There, or neither. Russell, or neither. He's Elliot Harris, and I'm Jason Smith. It's NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius
1: 210 XM87. Kerry in Phoenix. Oh, Elliot, he's got a defense question. Carrie, go ahead. Love it.
3: Hey, how's it going, guys?
2: Hey, Carrie.
3: Hey, um... Who do you like as far as defenses? Uh, I was able to pick up, uh, believe it or not, San Francisco off the waiver wire last week, but they've got a pretty pretty tough matchup against Seattle. Do you like them better than the Giants?
2: Yes, I do. Uh, the Ravens are playing at home. Joe Flacco has traditionally been very good at home. Uh, I think if the Ravens are smart, they're going to run Ray Rice. You can't blame Cam Cameron anymore. Their offensive coordinator isn't there. Uh, I haven't seen anything from the Giants recently that would suggest that they're due for a monster fantasy game. The only thing I would say here is the Giants do have the threat in the return game, which can give you the defense special teams points. But you know what? If you if you watch, uh, carry the Sunday night game, Lamichael James sure did look good in the return game for the 49ers. I don't think you bench a premium defense like the 49ers for the Giants.
1: No, and, and let me give you this, too. Number one, you know Jim Harbaugh has been killing his defense and will be all week. Look at what, what the Patriots 500 did. 500 yards was. offense, ALL. So allow. there's that. And secondly, you would have thought the Niners were a bad match against the Patriots this week, right? You were in play. In a couple of my leagues, I saw people bench them and pick yep. up some, pick up the Browns defense to play. And what happened? Two fumble recoveries, a, two interceptions, double-digit points, plus. Yeah. yeah, they had a big day. I don't think at this point you bench the Niners against the Seahawks. No, nope. I don't think you do. Niners right. against the Packers, I can maybe see it a little bit, but Niners Seahawks, I go with them. Yep, go with San Francisco. All right, you got it, Thanks, Kerry. Kerry. See no ya. problem, man. Eight 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 XM Fantasy. Eight 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 XM Fantasy. Randy in Detroit has wide receiver help. Actually, no, Nick in Tennessee. Sorry about that. I saw sort of went to the wrong thing on here. Randy Detroit wants to talk to you off the air. Um, no, I'm kidding. Nick in Tennessee, what do you got? You got a quarterback question, Nick?
3: A uh, big quarterback question. Two different leagues. I've got the same question there. Uh, which of the Mats do I start? And, unfortunately, neither of them is Matty Ice. Um, Matt start Stafford. Matt Liner.
1: Start Matt Liner, Start Matt L- <laughs> I had, oh, yeah. you know, Sorry, I,
3: I had to do that in the in league last year when Stafford and Schaub Got hurt and and hey, that's the same two quarterbacks I got again this year. So, which Matt do I start? Matt
2: Stafford or Matt Schaub?
1: I, I can't start Matt Schaub over Stafford. Stafford's playing. It's a it's a Saturday game. They're playing the Falcons. It's at home. There's a ton of points. I can't sit Stafford for Schaub, who I have to think maybe could throw the football, but maybe not.
2: Yeah, I am going to have to agree with uh, my colleague here. I, I you know, you sound upset like you have to I'm on, ah, I got no Well, I'll, I'll tell agree. you why, frankly. And I was prepared to do this cuz I thought we were having a caller from Detroit at first. The Lions uh, is there any more disappointing team in pro football? I mean, can you really can you can you mail it in and start planning your camping trip uh or you know, planning your little antiquing uh, shopping spree for the off season already? I mean, dude, they just completely mailed it in against the Cardinals. There's no way this football team should be where they are after going 10-6 and six last year and making no. the playoffs. To me, they are the most number one most disappointing team in the NFL, so it's hard for me to recommend one of their players. That's why I sound frustrated. But given the option, given the fact that he may be handing the ball in uh, Arian Foster and Ben Tate's belly a lot, I think Stafford is your play. Okay.
1: So if a team, we talked about teams mailing it in. We talk about teams mailing it in the yep. Lions, clearly, are in mailing Clearly, mode. exhibit A. So you can play Stafford, but Stafford's kind of a matchup guy. Yep. Uh, you're absolutely playing Calvin Johnson. Yep. You're not sitting him. What about Mikel
2: Shore? I knew you were going to ask me that. You big what? turd.
1: Because he's on the Lions. What am I going to say? No, I know you're playing Matt Stafford and you're playing Calvin Johnson, but how about Bilal Powell?
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how about Mikel Shore? you playing it. Can you play him? I, you know what? If it's me, I would avoid playing him at all costs. I. I got to give the guy some credit though. He's gotten in the end zone a lot this year. I would avoid playing him, but I'm not going to be stupid about it. If you ask me Vic Ballard or Mikel LaShore, I would This is a remember we talked about the whole Vic Ballard conversation. Don't get cute. This is not an example of getting cute. Right. Benching LaShore for Ballard makes sense, okay? Benching Stephen Ridley for Ballard doesn't make sense. So, to me, when you talk Ballard LaShore, you're talking somewhat equal ilk. All right, but the Lions throw the football a ton, as do the Colts, but now that Donald Brown's not there, I think Ballard's a better option. LaShore, I would sit him if you have any one of if you have Dwyer, I would consider sitting LaShore. That said, that said, I don't think LaShore is an awful play. Don't go pick up some idiot off the waiver wire for my, uh, to replace him. Because Mikhail LaShore gets you touchdowns. He has eight rushing touchdowns this year. If you have to play him, play him.
1: Don't pick up some idiot off the line. Well, all right. I, get, the, no, I get what you're
2: saying. Don't play Bilal Powell okay. from Mikel LaShore. I'm trying to give a little bit of a, a cliff here. What I'm saying is I would not play LaShore over a guy like Jamal Charles. I would not play LaShore over Steven Ridley who had a bad week. I would not play LaShore over DeMarco Murray. But would I play LaShore over Montel Owens? Yeah, I would because LaShore's gotten the touchdowns. All right, 888-XM-Fantasy,
1: 888-XM-Fantasy. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison coming up next. Can you take some Week 15 disappointments and turn back to them in Week 16 for your fantasy championship at Series 210 XM87? Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Series 210, XM87. It is NFL Fantasy Live, helping you get set for a championship week, Week 16 in the National Football League. Going to run through a bunch of players and see, can you trust them for Week 16? But, as Elliot just asked me a couple seconds ago, he wanted me to start off by asking him a question, because I actually asked him this question, because this is a dilemma I have coming up for my championship week next week, defense-wise. Am I going to start the Jets at home against San Diego or the Panthers at home against the Raiders?
2: Yeah, I, I like the Panthers here. We, we just looked up the availability. You said the Jets were 60-something percent owned. 66 percent owned. Panthers aren't even 10 percent owned. I think I would go with the Panthers here. The Jets on paper look like the better matchup. Uh, playing the Chargers, Phillip Rivers can turn the football over. But the Chargers are completely unpredictable. They were awful last week against Carolina. The week before, they destroyed Pittsburgh, whereas Carolina has been playing pretty well for several weeks now. They they, uh, seem awfully motivated. I don't know if they're trying to save Ron Rivera's job. I don't know if Cam Newton's inspired play has inspired the whole team. They're playing the mistake-prone Oakland Raiders. They're playing at their place in Carolina, and right now... If, if you've got the Jets' defense or you're not happy with your defense, you can't just ignore it. You can't just hope for that, that your other guys are going to outscore your opponent because you're in your Super Bowl. Your teams are probably evenly matched. You're going to have to take a chance somewhere. I think the Panthers' defense and the Dolphins' defense are two places that, that two teams that are going to be on the waiver wire that you could prospectively take a chance.
1: All right. 8 8 XM Fantasy. 8 8 XM Fantasy. Elliot, let me throw a couple guys at you real quick. Tell me, can you trust them coming off a bad week 15 for week 16? Give me your gut. Ready?
2: Mm-hmm. Josh, Josh Freeman, don't trust him.
1: Don't trust Josh Freeman. No, all right. I can trust Josh Freeman, no. but it is a little bit, a little bit diceier than it was a couple weeks ago. Eli Manning,
2: I trust him more than Freeman this week.
1: I do, I do as well. I think a big bounce back week for Eli. Hakeem Nix
2: don't trust him. I don't know if there's something not right with him. He's always hurt. He's had two separate injuries this year. I, I, I don't trust him right now. Victor Cruz, sure. I'd play Martellus Bennett, but I don't trust Akeem Nicks. Denario Alexander. And I'd only play Bennett because tight end position is awful. Uh, Denario Alexander, well, we, we we all trusted him, no. And at, at, at the Jets, where wind could be a factor, with Philip Rivers still in the football, and Antonio Cromartie prospectively on him, uh, no thank you.
1: All right, there we go. There's some guys who hopefully you are able to follow our advice, and it helps you for Week 16. It is the playoffs, so we'll get to as much as we can here. If you miss us, hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Twitter.com, At how about a fresca? Elliott is Harrison underscore NFL. Bobby, you have a quick question. What do you have, Bobby?
3: Hey, it's Bobby. You can call me, Bubs.
1: How you doing? Oh, okay, Bub. Okay, Bubs from the wire. It's Bubs. Okay, Bubs. what do you got?
3: Yeah, I got a pretty difficult one for you. I got four running backs here. I need to play three of them. I got Bryce Brown, uh, Darren McFadden, Chris Johnson and
2: NoShawn Mar- Moreno. Oh my gosh, oh, that's not that tough. Uh, you're not playing Bryce Brown. You're not playing Bryce go. Brown. That's pretty you, easy. That done and done. I wish all our questions were that easy. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to your computer. It sounds like you're in your car. So as soon as you park your car, I want you to go home, uh, kiss your wife or girlfriend, maybe wash the hands, put uh, put on your favorite show, pull your laptop out, remove Bryce Brown from the lineup. <laughs> Open a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Click Submit before you actually bite into them because then you yeah. get the cheese residue on the keyboard. And you that'll don't, ruin, it, your it'll ruin your computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And take Bryce Brown out of your lineup right now. Please. All
1: right. There you go. It's it's both home and away advice from Elliot Harrison. All right. Jamie, real quick, what do you have? Jamie?
0: I'm here.
1: Go ahead, Jamie. What do you have? What's your what's your question?
0: Uh, it's a half a PPR. Uh, I have Bolden, Givens. And I have Denarius Moore, and I need to pick
3: one. Um, my other receiver is Zjax.
2: Golden Wow. Golden Gibbons. I would say Golden Gibbons. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Golden like... will bounce back. I actually like Gibbons because the Buccaneers' secondary has been so, so bad They're all year the worst year in the long. NFL.
1: Yeah, There's room, as we've seen, for Amendola and for somebody else. I think Gibbons is the best player right there. Thanks for the call, man. You got it, Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison. We'll see you next week. A special Christmas Eve show. Series 210,
0: XM87.
3: This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius
0: XM Fantasy Sports Radio. You go into your shower feeling tired.